If you have a tendency to look at other people and think, oh, why is it happening for them but not for me? And then you go down that comparisonitis route where you just compare yourself to what they're doing. Well, this episode is exactly for you because I'll be talking about what you could do to turn that around and actually how it could be useful for you in some ways too. Welcome to the Get Out Your Way podcast. I'm your host, Osman Sharif from Rapid Transformation, and I'm here to help you get unstuck so you can rapidly grow your business. As a performance coach for small business owners, I know how vital it is for you to truly embrace entrepreneurship from the inside out, which includes transforming your mindset and using strategies that really work with your unique talents, skills, and entrepreneurial superpower. So are you ready to get out your way? Then let's get started. Welcome to episode number five. Can you believe we've had five episodes already of the Get Out Your Way podcast? And I've only just started. So I'm really excited. I'm loving doing the podcast and I'm loving the feedback that I'm getting in terms of the stories and the little bits of, you know, those nuggets of information where you hear and it just resonates with you at that exact time. So I've loved, as I said, getting feedback over the last couple of weeks in terms of Osman. I really needed to hear that example or I really needed that kick up the backside to really help me get out my way. And that's exactly what we're going to continue to do today because we're going to talk about a very, very important topic and we're going to put it under the spotlight today and examine it in many different perspectives and different angles. It's all about comparisonitis. You know, that that thing that many entrepreneurs do, and again, I've done it many times in the past and even still fall into the trap of it. So I'm not saying that I've got that cure and it's away forever, but we need to look at what it's doing to us in terms of why we'd want to tackle this in the first place. Because if you spend too much of your time and your attention comparing yourself to other people or other businesses, well, it can often derail you. So you might wake up and you might have a really clear plan of action for the day. And then, you know, because we live in a very information overload world with all the social media and our phones and everything, what can happen quite quickly is if you don't watch out for it is we can then start to question ourselves in terms of am I doing enough or why are they doing better than me or it's easy for them or whatever's going through your mind, okay? And sometimes it's what's happening in your mind or also paying attention to what actually comes out of your mouth as well. But when you start comparing your journey or your results to others, it can absolutely have a a knock-on effect of your confidence and your motivation levels. So typically, for most people, those motivation levels and the level of confidence goes down. And at worst, it can actually stop you in your tracks and it stops you from taking that progress or action or just being paralyzed in terms of, seriously, what is the point? And obviously, I don't want that for you because I know you've got great things that you want to be doing in your business and getting it out there. So that's why we definitely need to put this topic in the spotlight and actually give yourself that chance to say, right, how much time are you spending comparing your journey to others? Seriously, I'm asking you that right now. Do you do that often? Or even if it's not something that you do often, when does it happen for you? Where does it rear its ugly head? So that you can start to figure out what those patterns are. So that you can make sure that you don't fall into those traps. Or when they do happen, you know what you can do to overcome them as well. So let's start to look at different perspectives in terms of 
what actually comparisonitis or comparing your, your results to others is actually doing to you. And actually, what you could do instead and why it's not always as it seems. So for example, the first one is typically when you're comparing yourself to others, you're actually not comparing like for like or apples for apples because their journey is very different from your journey. Okay. So when I even look at myself and my journey, when I've looked at others in my world or my industry, and I think, oh, wow, they've got an amazing course that's just launched or look at their website or they're absolutely crushing it or whatever you want to say, very Gary Vaynerchuk there. Um, But even whenever you think about it or whatever you see, well, you actually often are comparing where you are in your journey to theirs but you forget to be really pragmatic about it in terms of, okay, well, they've been doing that for how many years, okay? What's their reputation? What's what's their commitment that they've got around it? What's their infrastructure around it? You know, if you are a solopreneur and you are doing everything that you can to create your, your services, your products, or your marketing, or just basically delivering value, well, what you can achieve could be very different compared to if you had a, a team around you because therefore you don't have the same level of support or resources to be able to spread that workload or to make things happen. So instead of you comparing your results that you're doing, so we definitely need to catch ourselves in those times to say, okay, am I comparing the right time skills? You know, have they been in business a lot longer? Have they got more of a team around me? What's their lifestyle like as well? Because your lifestyle might be very different. This might be what they completely focus upon. But whereas for you, you might be growing your business as well as, you know, growing your family, looking after your family, supporting others, maybe even having other commitments in terms of a job. It doesn't matter, but often we forget to actually look at those things and we can then go around in circles thinking, well, they're just doing it so much better, but you're forgetting all those different components as well. So make sure that you're not comparing your chapter of where you are to their chapter because they might be in, you know, further chapters down the line. They might be on book number two or three and you might just be starting or you might be a couple of years ahead and had different kind of situations and experiences and journeys along the way as well. The second thing that we need to really remember is, especially in the world of social media, okay, you see what you see. And that sounds a bit bizarre, but remember back in episode number one, we talk about our mind in terms of how it's always filtering things. So you'll delete, you'll distort, and you'll generalize. So what you'll see and actually what's happening in your mind and how you interpret it will be completely filtered based upon your own stories. Your filters are actually making a difference in terms of the the consequences or the evaluations that you're putting on in terms of what you see. And actually, that's very, very different. And you might think something's amazing, but whereas someone else might go, "Hmm," they might not see it in the same way. But that's actually just because you are you and you're filtering it based upon what's happening inside your mind. But also we could dive into that even more because remember, and again, I'm going to be really honest here and ask yourself as well, when you are putting things on social media, what do you put out there? Do you put out all the things that are not going well? Do you share everything that's going on behind the scenes? You know, all those rubbish parts or the the things that are not going the way that you want them to go? Typically, you don't. If I'm not having a great day, you won't see me going on doing a Facebook Live and moaning and talking about how everything's, you know, not great because we all do have days like that. 
And we just want to make sure that those days don't turn into weeks or months because that's where it can have a massive impact in terms of the growth of your business and also how you're feeling. So just remember that they're showing you what they want you to see, okay? But also you're interpreting it based upon how you're feeling. So if you're feeling inside, for example, if you're feeling a bit low, or if you're feeling that things aren't going the way that you want them to go, or if you've not reached that target that you set or hit that goal, and then you see someone else's um, post, for example, on Facebook, well, that might trigger you to feel like, oh, they're doing so much better than me. And that's because of what you are feeling yourself and how you're deleting and distorting and generalizing. So you just want to kind of be very pragmatic and analyze it and just ask yourself, like, why am I thinking this? And what what's happening here for me to kind of trigger um, this response that I'm having? It's also important to remember that we're human, okay? And now all the people that I work with are human as well. So I don't have any clients that are robots. It's not my niche market. But what can happen with us wonderful human beings is that we can have that phenomena of, is that the word for phenomena? Phenomenon? You know what I mean, right? Of the grass can always seem greener on the other side. And this can apply in business, but also in your personal life as well. And again, you know, you're going to hear lots and I'm going to be very transparent and open on this podcast with you. Um, and I'll share an example from my personal life. So when I was growing up and I came from the corporate world, I was very much focused on just making things happen. So when I was growing up, I thought you go to school, you get the best grades that you can, you go to university, you get a graduate job and you just keep climbing that corporate ladder. And then it's all about success and what's that next measure of success. And I did that and I was on that path. And so even in my very early years, a lot of my friends and even Shireen, my, my wife always says this man, you're older than you actually really are. So you act older, you think in a very different way, you know, compared to what other people might be at that age. But that's because for me, I was like, I was focused, I was on a path and I had a plan of action. And the same thing happened when I actually started my business. I was like, right, how do I make this happen? And I was just focused and gung-ho, let's go for it. And then I turned 30, okay? And I'm not saying I had a quarter life crisis in any kind of way, but I do remember turning 30 and thinking, seriously, okay, I've been so focused. I've been so Mr. Sensible. And then I started to kind of have that feeling of, Shane, I think we should just go and travel around the world. And Shane's like, great, Osman, to do that right now once we've just had a baby, great timing. I mean, <laughs> and even in terms of I've got some really great friends and one of my best friends is a good few years younger than me and we have very, very different lives and we have different commitments. And there's times I was like, right, okay, I, I want to go out more. I want to go and experience more things. I want to have more adventures. We talk about, oh, what are you doing this weekend? And now I've obviously got two boys and I'm married and I've got different commitments and different kind of schedules. And my life can be pretty planned in terms of, in ter you know, different parties. If you've got kids or, you know, people that have got kids, I just didn't even estimate how many kids parties that children get invited to, especially when they start primary school. So I often laugh in terms of when my friend asks me, what have you got on this weekend? Do you fancy going out? And I'm like, actually, no, because we've got a soft play party. We've got to be here. We've got X, Y, and Z. And and he's like, oh, I don't know how you can do that. And I, and I look back and I say to him, oh, seriously, what have you got on? He's like, yeah, I'm going to go to the gym and I'm going to go and have a coffee and I'm going to go meet so-and-so and then I'm going to go out. And I go, 
that just sounds like bliss. But that's because I'm comparing and I think, well, actually, sometimes the grass is greener on the other side. But you actually then have to stop and ask yourself, what do you actually want? And remind yourself that most of what you've got right now is because it's what you wanted and it's the choices that you've made and the decisions that got you to where you are. So I share that with you, right? Because actually, if you don't pay attention to that or if you don't catch yourself, absolutely the grass can look greener. But you have to then understand and ask yourself, well, what do you want to make happen? What are you choosing you know, are you comparing your lifestyle in terms of compared to someone else's? And would you even like that lifestyle? Because actually, even if you get a bit of a, a taste for that, you really often get that experience of, hmm, it's not all that it's cracked out to be. And you appreciate what you've actually got. So you just want to give yourself that little bit of a kick to go, seriously, I made these choices. And I'm not saying if where you are and you're really not happy and you're miserable, then absolutely, you know, pay attention, be honest and make any changes necessary. But I'm just wanting you to kind of experience and ask yourself, is it just that grass is kind of looking greener phenomenon uh, that's kind of making you think, actually, they've got it better than me as well. The next kind of point to think about here is we are all different. And I've said this on previous podcast episodes, if you've heard me talk about your entrepreneurial superpower, this makes a huge, huge difference, right? Because again, if you're comparing yourself to someone else, but they've got a completely different entrepreneurial superpower. So when I talk about your superpower, that's about understanding what type of wealth dynamics profile you are in terms of what type of entrepreneur. Um, because there's eight different types of entrepreneurs. And the way that each of those types of entrepreneurs would get the best results, for example, in terms of marketing approaches, their business model, the way that they build relationships, what they love doing, what they don't love doing, will be very different compared to each other. So if you're looking at someone and you think, oh, that looks amazing, or they're doing amazing, they're crushing it, they're just so much ahead, further ahead than me, I should be doing that. Well, just ask yourself, you know, are they similar to you in terms of your superpower? Have they got similar talents to, to you? Because otherwise you could fall into that trap of role modeling the wrong type of person. And this is something I've had to remind myself often as well in terms of I do work a lot with and I've got great friends and, you know, peers in my industry that are creators or their star profiles in the wealth dynamic system. And the way that they work and the pace that they work and what they do is very different from me. And if I was to try and do that, it just wouldn't feel authentic. It just wouldn't feel in flow for me. But there's times when they've given me some great, you know, well-intended advice in terms of, Osman, when are you going to stop working with one-to-one -one clients? Okay, you need to scale up. You need to kind of work more and leverage your time. And I actually have to look at that and quite quickly, if I wasn't aware of my superpower, I could probably fall into that trap of, yep, that's the best model for me to move towards. But I actually know that that would not work for me if I was to do that completely, exclusively in my business model. Because I love, love, love working with my one-to-one -one clients. I love working in my transformation exchange group coaching program online because I really enjoy getting to know my clients. I really enjoy that that ongoingness to see, okay, what are they doing? What's the results that they're getting? And how can I help them on that journey? Whereas someone that's got the superpower of a star or even a creator, that just wouldn't necessarily resonate with them. They would typically get really, really bored. And in fact, I just actually, um, yesterday, I had a coaching call with one of my clients who's over in Japan. And she was showing me some of the work that she has been creating 
over the last year. And I had that real proud moment in terms of, wow, you've absolutely nailed it for her industry. And she's got amazing, you know, world leading companies that are already looking at, yep, we want some of that in terms of our business and our teams as well. And I wouldn't have got that if I was very much not connected with my clients, not having that ongoing relationship. If I was just working with people and hundreds of people at a time, that just wouldn't work for me. So the reason why I say that is you need to make sure that you know what your superpower is so that you're not comparing yourself to people that are have got a completely different model or a different personality to you as well. Because otherwise, you'll just drive yourself crazy or you'll get really confused in terms of what should you do and what's best for you as well. But also on that note, and these are definitely going to be specific podcast episodes in terms of your superpower and also this next point, which is all about what's important to you. Because we've all got different values. It's all about really simplified what's important to you. And, you know, we have different values. So, you know, some people have a great value of, you know, freedom. Other people like more security. People like flexibility. And we all have a different ranking in our unconscious mind that makes us be motivated or demotivated when those values are getting ticked off or not. So you again need to understand that what is your values, what's important to you, so that you're not comparing your values or your situation with someone else that have got different values. And this again became really apparent to me a good few months ago, where I got involved in so many great projects um, and it meant that I was doing a lot of traveling. And again, I think I might have talked about this on a previous episode. So I literally was traveling lots, um, you know, staying in different hotel rooms, on trains, on planes. And it got to the point where I was just like, I can't do this anymore. Do you mean, it was just too much for me for that short space of time. And when I thought about it, I thought, well, why is this not feeling as much in flow for me? I was When I was actually doing the the doing. So when I was in the workshops, when I was working with the people, I was loving that because obviously that was me, you know, adding value and enjoying sharing what I was doing. But it was all those other components around it that I felt this just isn't for me. And then I was laughing because I was chatting to my good friend, Natalie Sisson, who was obviously on podcast episode number three. And I was saying to her, I was like, Nat, how did you live at a suitcase for all that time? How did you travel so much? How did you not miss having those creature comforts? And obviously, again, I've got very different life circumstances. I've got, you know, I, I was missing, you know, putting the boys to bed and just the normal kind of things that was were happening. Obviously, it was having an impact on Shireen, who was doing lots of extra stuff that I would also normally be doing if I was at home as well. And it just, again, as soon as I was asking that question and realizing why am I feeling a bit out of flow with this, it was because I've I've actually got different values compared to even Natalie or other people. So I share that with you because you then get to make the decisions in terms of what would success look like for you. You might love to have more travel. You might, might like to have more flexibility or freedom, but actually other people might look at that and go, that's my idea of a nightmare, right? So that's why, again, it's all about being really honest and looking at, are you comparing apples to apples? Because even what's important to you could be very, very different for, for them. You might have different um, lifestyles. As I say, you know, you might have children, you might have different commitments and all of those things actually do come into play as well. So how do you actually get over this if you do suffer from comparisonitis? Well, first of all, you do want to pay attention to what are you saying to yourself and others. 
Because actually that then allows you to start to have that true representation of what are your feelings or what are your beliefs around it. And then just catch yourself and just go, is that actually true? Because often it's not true. It's just basically you've made it up in your mind. You've twisted it, you've distorted it, or you're just seeing it from your own perspective. And then even ask yourself questions such as, am I really comparing like for like? Or is that really true in terms of where they are compared to where I am? And would I even want that in the first place? So just be really mindful in terms of what you're thinking and what you're saying. So I'm not here and I'm not naive to say, you know, it's really easy that you'll never, you know, stop comparing yourself. But I want you to think about where are you putting your focus here? Because if you're putting your focus on comparing yourself to others and then it sets you back or it's a negative way, well, that's when you definitely want to really give yourself a stern talking to or a shake. But how about instead using it as a positive? Instead, if you look at things, and this is what I've trained myself to do, if I look at someone and I go, oh, they're, they're doing really well, I then automatically now go, fantastic, if they're doing really well, that means that, that they're showing me that everybody could do really well, or the potential is there as well. You know, it's that, if they can do it, I can do it. Obviously, depending again, as I said, taking into account values and personality, but I want you to think about that for yourself. You know, celebrate their success, actually be really excited for them, and actually take that from a perspective of, you know, they're, they're, they're ahead of you in some way, shape or form. It might be one step, it might be a few steps, whatever that might be, whatever you're measuring that success or that journey comparing yourself to them, but just take that as a positive in terms of, well, if they can do it, they're showing me that if I keep doing it, then their potential is there for me as well. So this takes me on to a point where I have become a lot more tuned into again around, you know, we obviously can live in many different ways. This might sound a bit woo-woo and I'm not a woo-woo type of guy really, um, but so many people can live in their past in terms of, well, I'm not where I think I should be, or I wish I didn't make that decision, or if only X happened, or Y, but you can't change that. And again, if you're living in your past, that can often be highlighted when you're looking at someone else and you're comparing yourself. And that often can happen, especially when you've started a business or on a journey on at a similar time compared to someone else. You might go, oh, well, how are they doing it quicker than me? Do you know what I mean, we started at the same time. How did they get to that level or whatever, as I say, that measure of success might look like. But again, if you want to think about that, you do you want to live in your past? Because is that going to help you? No, right? But also, you don't want to be too focused on your future because if you're constantly living in your future, well, that's going to drive yourself crazy as, as well. So instead, it's about actually giving yourself permission to go, you know, I am right here where I am and let's be happy with that because I am here and the decisions that I'm making right here in this present moment and what I choose to do right now is going to make a difference in terms of my future. And do I want to direct that in a, a positive way? Or do I actually want to get to that point where a year passes and I'm still looking back and thinking, oh, well, I'm not where I want to be. So it's just remembering that feeling of living the now. And again, I'm not saying this is easy. I'm still working on this one. You know, there's times I'm going, let's be more present. But actually, the more and more I do that, the more and more I focus on right now in this moment, that's kind of where real transformations can happen. 
And that's where you can often just get out your way and just let things unfold and take that next step. So this kind of links back to the previous episode, which we talked about how you're never going to be ready, which was episode number four. So if you've not listened to that one, go and check that one out um, over at rapidtransformation.co.uk slash four, or just scroll down on your podcast player here as well. But it, it, it does link into making sure that you're not comparing yourself in terms of your journey compared to others as well. I think I've labored that point enough now. But also, I just want you to think about this in terms of, you know, what do you actually say about yourself? I'm going back to a point here because actually I have a few clients that know each other. But obviously when I'm working with them, it's like, you know, that confession in terms of what stays on a video call or a one-to-one face-to-face is just between me and my clients. But it's often really, really surprising. And I do chuckle with myself where a client might say to me, oh, but look at them. I often think about how are they doing it? And they're just doing amazing. Obviously, I don't share any details, but I just have to remind them in terms of seriously, you just don't know what happens behind closed doors. They've got their own things that they're working through. But often I'm thinking, I'm like, actually, I just, you know, I wish you can go and look in their life for a moment. I'm not saying it's all bad, but it just goes to show that, you know, when we look outside, we don't really see what's really happening. We don't really see that that reality. So we can often um, compare things in a way that's not really true by any matter of fact as well. So this all boils down to how can you help yourself? It's about making sure that you stay focused on your path. Make sure that yes, you could use other people out there to help influence you if it works for you. But if it doesn't, be really choosy about who you choose to follow, even on social media. Maybe it's time for you to do a bit of a a detox or a, a declutter. Do you still need to be getting all the emails that you're getting? But just ask yourself, you know, if you do get an email and you read it, and if it then makes you go, well, they're doing amazingly, but why am I not? Then the best thing that you could do is just unsubscribe, right? Because otherwise it will literally just send you round in circles and I really don't want that for you. And I know that you don't want that for yourself either. So as we start to wrap up this episode, I'd really encourage you just to take some time to reflect. Where have you been comparing yourself to others where you are in business compared to the level of where somebody else might be? And just ask yourself, okay, how could you turn that around into a positive way for you? Something that can help inspire you and motivate you in terms of if they're doing it, then that just shows me that I can do it as well. But also just be honest in terms of where are those strategies or where are those moments that literally do trigger you? And Think about what could you actually do to overcome those. And again, I'd really encourage you to think about, you know, when you are looking at others, even when it comes to role models particularly, or the type of people that you're following, or the strategies that people are saying, yep, do this, do that. Just ask yourself, how would that fit in with my entrepreneurial superpower? And if you've done your Wealth Dynamics profile and you know which of the eight profiles you are, make sure that that, that's a forefront of your mind when it comes to, how would that work for me? So I'm not saying that you can't be inspired from a strategy from someone that's got the opposite profile from you, but just make sure that you look at, well, what would I maybe have to 
tweak or change to make it work for me rather than just take it as gospel. And if you don't know what your superpower is and you're thinking, I have no idea where my talents lie or what kind of entrepreneur am I? Maybe this is where you've been going around in circles as well. I would really, really strongly encourage you to find out what your entrepreneurial superpower is by doing the Wealth Dynamics profile test. I don't work with anybody on a one-to-one basis or in my online group coaching program and mastermind, The Transformation Exchange, without them now knowing what their Wealth Dynamics profile is because it makes a huge, huge difference. And that's why even on my group calls that we do, there's times where I would say to to one of um, the members, I'd say, you know, Vary, this is kind of what I'm hearing you say. This is a strategy that would work really well with your personality. But then equally, I'll say to someone else, ignore what I've just said, because that wouldn't necessarily be the best route to take based upon your superpower and your wealth dynamics profile as well. So if you're interested to find out what your superpower is, please do head over to rapidtransformation.co.uk slash five, where you'll find the show notes for this episode and also a link where you can actually find out how to take the wealth dynamics profile test and the extra little goodies and bonus to help bring that to life as well. And lastly, I spend more time over on my free Facebook group, the Rapid Transformation Zone. So if you're not a member of that group, then please do come over and join us there. You can share your insights from this episode, what you're going to do, what's resonated with you, and also other resources and tips that I share throughout the week as well. So come on over join us there and I look forward to connecting you there. You can find the link for that again in the show notes, which you can find at rapidtransformation.co.uk slash five. So that's everything for me for this week's episode. So all that's left for me to say is what are you going to choose to do? Are you going to choose to stop comparing yourself to others and instead just play your game? That's the best advice you can ever take. So enjoy and I look forward to hearing how you get one. Bye for now. If you feel like you're still just scratching the surface and growing your business, and even with all the action that you're taking, you still regularly feel stuck or frustrated, then the chances are you're hitting one of the three business growth blocks that many entrepreneurs and business owners face. But don't worry, you can rapidly transform that from today. Simply start by taking my free business growth block quiz to see if your design, mindset and strategies are currently working for you or against you. Your results will help you put your finger on the elements that need your immediate focus. Plus, you'll also get access to a short video series with lots of practical ways to either fine-tune or overhaul each of these essential foundations. Take the free quiz now over at rapidtransformation.co.uk slash quiz.